Good evening. Today is March 24th, 2010. I've been away for a while. I had a lot of stuff I was doing, a lot of places to go, people to see. And um, the weather in Oklahoma has now finally cleared up. Um, by the way, we've reached a milestone here at You Are Amazing. I've got 200 subscribers. Um, just been over 2,200 downloads of my uh, podcast and in 46 different countries. I really want to thank the people of Philadelphia, by the way. You were my largest subscriber base. And I've gotten um, a lot of Floridians came on board, some people from Panama City. I still got my core group up at Livingston, Montana. A lot of Canadians now and uh, a lot of people from Japan. I have a large group of people in Japan now listening to us. Anyway, welcome. I'm Dr. Jim, and tonight's thing is called Changes in Attitudes. And we've talked about some of this before, I know, in uh, other podcasts, but I kind of wanted to re-hit on it again because your attitude towards an event or something will often dictate the outcome of that event. In other words, it's not what happens that is bad. It's your attitude towards what happens that makes it good or bad. And where did this all come from? Well, you think when you were born, when each one of us was born, we had no attitude, we had no core beliefs, we had no uh, foundations to do anything with, and we didn't speak any language except whatever was fed into our mind. And that's whatever your parents spoke, that's the language you spoke. I mean, I've known little children who grew up in families that were bilingual, and some of them spoke three or four languages, and those little children could speak all of those languages because that's what was fed into their mind. And by the same token... Many of you have heard, as a young person, well, you know, we can't afford this, we can't afford that, it's too expensive, we have to work hard for a living, you know, you don't get rewards in this life. I mean, it goes on and on and on. And that was well-meaning people. They did that to protect you. They did that to see that you were raised properly, as it were. But unfortunately, that doesn't always serve you. I mean, when you say, well... I want to make a million dollars a year. The response from a lot of your friends and family would, nobody makes that kind of money. Well, no, it's because they probably have a job. And, and by the way, people, and we'll carry this on at a later date, a job is the least productive way to wealth. I'll tell you that right now. All multimillionaires have multiple streams of income. Virtually all of them do. They have investments. They have businesses. They don't rely on just one thing, a job. They don't worry about losing their job and losing their health care and losing everything. No, they know that you have to have multiple streams of income. And that's another thing that most of us have don't have an attitude towards. It's like, well, if I want to double my money, I just go get another job. No, if you get another job, you're selling yourself for the same wages. There's no room here to better yourself or make what they quote big money. And... Your attitude. If you change your attitude, you will completely change your life. But it's not an easy thing to do. It's not an easy thing to do. I was told in my lifetime I couldn't do this, I couldn't do that. Don't try this, you'll just be disappointed. And in one day, don't ask me when that was because it just evolved, I guess. I started saying to myself, I can do this, I can have that, I can be this, I can be that. And slowly but surely, my belief systems and my attitudes towards things changed completely. Now, how difficult is it? Well, 
If you think about how many times you've been told no, or how many times not to try something, it probably numbers in the thousands. You've got thousands of repetitions in your mind telling you why an idea is not good, or that shapes your attitude towards something. And unfortunately, what happens then when we have things, a job, a house, a car, we always wish we had something better, but we're afraid we can't get it, so we don't appreciate it. It goes back to my thing about gratitude in one of my earlier podcasts. And then we send messages out, we don't have this, I need this, I want something better than what I've got. So what happens? God, the universe, responds with more want, because you're sending out an attitude of want. And I'd said one time you need an attitude of gratitude. Absolutely. Absolutely. How can you enjoy something that you don't have, or how can you want something that you don't have, when you don't enjoy what you do have? Because if you don't like what you have right now, what in the world makes you think you're going to like whatever replaces it? It won't happen that way, people. It just won't happen that way. We are not designed that way. If you continue to say, I want something better, 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 more, 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 you will always be dissatisfied. So what you have to start with first is have an attitude of gratitude. Appreciate what it is you have in your life now. Appreciate the fact that you're going to change your core belief systems. How do you do that? You can buy books. You can go to seminars. There are a thousand things and a thousand different beliefs on how to do it. Let me tell you what works for me. I would say, and I'll go back to my education, which, by the way, my education is a miracle. It is an absolute miracle. I had failed at every type of education you can imagine. I spent my life, I'm left-handed, which is no big thing now. I was embarrassed. I was the only left-hander in my entire school. I was told that because you were left-handed, you were lazy. Because you were left-handed, you were really different. Left-handed are certain things you couldn't do. I was even told I shouldn't write with my left hand. So they would put the pencil in my right hand. I was embarrassed. So rather than fear a way to overcome it, I just withdrew into myself. And so this podcast even is a miracle. I then... One day, I was not a young man. I'd spent four years in the United States military where they told me what I could do and what I would do, and I changed. I was in the Air Force. I decided then I was going to be successful in education, and I was. And the miraculous thing to me about it, not only was I successful, I graduated top of my class. Not only was I successful, but I walked out with a 4.0 in all my graduate studies. I wished I could say to you, it's because I'm a genius. I wish I could say to you that, you know, a, the fairy godmother came and tapped me over the head. No, that's not true. I simply changed my attitude towards it. I knew it could be done because other people did it. Zig Ziglar's got a very interesting thing about once somebody else does something, you see them do it, everything changes. Your entire, entire paradigm shifts. He talks about Roger Bannister, the first person to run a four-minute mile. Everybody thought the human body can't do that. Well, after he ran a four-minute mile, people began running four races, and everyone ran it under four minutes because, hey, if he can do it, I can do it. So what I do, I simply say to myself over and over and over, even in my self-talk, because, you know, they say you have 60,000 thoughts a day. I try to make about 58,000 of those things positive. 
And believe me, guys, there's a lot of things I could be negative about. We all can be negative. That takes no effort. That's the easiest thing in the world is to criticize and be negative. I simply say to myself, I deserve, I am worthy of wealth. I deserve, I am worthy of happiness. Whatever it is, I give myself permission. Let me repeat that. I give myself permission to receive and that affects my attitude towards everything from the people I meet on a day-to-day basis to my outlook and my beliefs on the future of my country and my finances. I have an attitude that everything is going to be fine because I've given myself permission to believe that. I don't wake up in the morning looking for the negatives in everything. A lot of people do. You know, there's a, I mean, how many times have you done this? How many times have you sat there and been mad at someone and argued with them in your mind and realized, you know, that person doesn't even know I'm mad at it, but I already figured out what they're going to do wrong to me for, to me because I believe they are. And it would shock them probably if you told them that. And I've done it. We've all done it. I've gotten angry at some of my colleagues and decided before I even got to work, they're going to be a jerk today. So I'll tell you what, I'll be the jerk first. That way I get the upper hand. I've done it. It happens to all of us. And no matter how positive I am, sometimes that still happens. It, you have to work at it. You have to work at it because it didn't get drilled into you. Negative attitudes, negative emotions did not get drilled into you by one or two repetitions. No, it was over years and thousands of times you were told certain things. So does it take a thousand times to tell yourself you deserve it? Who cares if it does? If it takes 10,000 times, if I were you, I'd start right now then. You know, I mean, if you don't do it, I guarantee your attitude will never change. If you do it, you eventually will change your attitude towards things, towards yourself, towards your environment, towards your work, towards whatever you want to. And you've got to quit coming from a point of lack. Because, well, in fact, that's the reason most diets fail. People who are successful on diets, if you ask them, well, what? Is that you can't eat. They'll say, I don't know what I can't eat, but I'll tell you what I can eat. And they are successful. They will lose weight because they don't dwell on what they can't have. They only dwell on what they can have. And the final results, the goal at the end of this diet is to lose weight. And they will do it because their attitude towards the diet is totally different than those people who uh, tell everybody what it is they can't eat. It's like, oh, I can't eat fried chicken. I can't eat mashed potatoes. No, that's fine. The other person will say to you, well, I can eat fish, I can eat salad, I can eat shrimp. It's, it's the same thing, but it's the way they say it. So it's not what you say to yourself that makes a difference. It's how you say it that makes the difference. So once again, this is Dr. Jim. Visit me again on my website at www.u-raamazing.com. That's www.you-are-amazing.com. And thank you guys so much for indulging me, and thank you for listening to this. Like I said, it's a humbling experience to know there's a lot of people listening. I hope you're getting some good out of it. And remember to go on my webpage, find a place in the form, write a story. We love stories. In fact, the story page is the most highly visited on my webpage. I've only got like one or two of them on there. I need some of you guys to talk to each other. Let's build this brotherhood. 
Or I'm sorry, let's build this community. I didn't want to sound, I know there are women who listen to. So anyway, once again, and remember, always, you are amazing.